Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. If we will just determine in our hearts that God, everything I have, again, it goes back to this connection that that you have, that I'm going to do what the word says. I'm not going to look and be distracted by, it seems like, like that these, these worldly ones have success. Because here's the crazy thing is, is that the ones that I used to look to and think, man, I mean, here I'm serving God and, and it feels like I don't even, you know, have all of the things that I should have. I don't have all the, the seeming blessing that they have or whatever. Do you know that now looking at our life, there is no comparison. Again, all the glory goes to God. But if you could see some of the ones and their lives, unfortunately, they're they're like such a shipwreck. Many they they've lost marriages. They they their their lifestyle. They're bound. They're addicted. I mean, it's the the, the craziest stuff when people won't surrender to God. Very true. Okay, so you just have an understanding that God is a rewarder of those that diligently, diligently seek Him. It says that that it, when we know, when we call on him, and we have an understanding of who he is, that again, this this heart connection that God always rewards. Yeah. And it seems like in the short run that you miss out. But I'm telling you, when God rewards, it is so great. It is so evident to everybody around you that like people then they kind they begin to like envy you in your life when it looks like before they had the most awesome thing going. Mm-hmm. Because that is the way of the Lord. And the most awesome privilege then that we have is. We can say to people, encourage people, hey, God loves you. He has an amazing purpose for your life. What he's done in my life, he desires, he has desired all along to do in your life. If you just surrender to him, if you just commit everything to him, if you're just willing to lay aside all of the things, all of the fleshly things, all of the mindsets that hinder you, God has a beautiful and a wonderful destiny and there's no limits for any person. Amen. No limits whatsoever. God has amazing things. God doesn't, God never intended for any person to do small things or to have small impact. There's actually no, find a place in the word of God and you won't find it where God, God places these these limits. He does place boundaries on our life where he says, follow me, follow my word. If you do this, if you honor me, then this is your blessing. This is your reward. You know, he even, I'm just reminded again of, of Leviticus chapter 36, when he's laying things out for his people. And this is an Old Testament scripture that is for, we don't live in the Old Testament, but the Old Testament was given for our understanding. It was given for our learning and for our example. So understand that we live in a greater Mm -hmm. and a bigger covenant, but we cannot leave these foundational things of honoring the Lord. And so in verse one here, it says, you shall, I'm reading from the Amplified Classic, Leviticus 26, one, you shall make for yourselves no idols, nor shall you erect a graven image, pillars, or obelisks, um, obelisk, obelisk, sorry, nor shall you place any figure stone in your land to which or which you on or which you bow down for I am the Lord, your God as Americans. I can speak this. Americans have many idols, whether it's fame, whether it's money. I mean, the decisions they make some for, for some, it's their kids, whatever it is. You, you can't have anything that is above the Lord. 
He says, you shall keep my Sabbath and reverence my sanctuary. I'm the Lord. We have to honor God with our time. We need to be found in the house of God. We need to be honoring, honoring him. And those things set apart, set apart that above all, if we, if we build God's house, we honor his house. Guess what? He does the same in our life. And we're living testimonies of that. Mm -hmm. If you walk in my statue, verse three, and keep my commandments and do them, I will give you rain in due season and the land shall yield yield her increase and the trees of the field yield their, their fruit and your threshing time shall reach to the vintage the vintage time shall reach the sowing time and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely man these are amazing promises for us and it says i will give peace in your land you shall lie down and none shall fill you with dread or make you afraid and i will give i will give clear wild beasts out of the excuse me and i will clear wild beasts out of the land and no sword shall go through your land do you realize that when you honor god it affects every area of your life it It affects the land like if everyone would just turn and would honor god so you know you've heard us say many times that the problem that we have in america really goes back to the individual's heart it's a spiritual thing if people would change, it affects every area. And it says, and, and you shall chase your enemies and they shall fall before you by the sword. Amen. And then, of course, it goes on. And in and, 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 and the verse 9 here, it says, for I will be leaning toward you with favor and regard for you, rendering you fruitful, multiplying you, and establishing and ratifying my covenant with you. Do you realize we have a covenant with God? We have a holy covenant with him. We do. And the Lord, I mean, there's nothing like the Lord leaning toward you with favor and regard. Like I I know just on this is a this is a uh, an example that is so um small compared to even it doesn't even compare, of course, to the Lord leaning towards you. But I know like, you know, when we come home and we walk in the door, you know, we have this German shepherd that we often, you know, talk about and she comes up and it's, it's so funny because of course she wants attention. She's, you know, super, she loves everybody. And so she will lean on you. Like she will lean towards your legs put and for, yeah, you. and put all your weight into you if you'll start to pet her. And she's just like, oh no, keep that up. Like you're, you're not there. You don't have a choice whether you're just going to walk away. Like she, the, with the stance that she takes and the way that she, that she leans you into you, you're, you're you not going go anywhere. anywhere. And she is just like, no, you're, you're going to stay here and, and you're going to give me attention. And I'm just, you're going to receive my love. And I just picture the extreme, of course, you know, take that and just add the most extreme crazy thoughts that you can to it. And that's like the Lord leaning towards you with favor and with blessing. And he goes on and you shall eat the abundant old store of produce long kept and clear out the old to make room for the new. Why? Right now we're, we're even clearing out the old, making room for the near, like you, you, for the new, you have to be able to, you have to actually be conscious to do that. Like Lord, I'm, I'm so thankful for what you've done in the past. You've done amazing, miraculous things. But Father, you've got new, you've got amazing things for me. I'm not going to be content even with the old, even if the old was good. Certainly sometimes, you know, the the devil, one of his key things he'll try to do is remind you of old things, keep you in the past and and all of that. But you've got to let it go. Even, even the, the good things that have happened, mm-hmm. you got to let it, you got to let it go. Move we're thankful. It. Yeah. But we're moving on. God has new things for us. We're clearing out the old, we're making um, room for the new. And it's like, he has great, the Lord has great things even stored up for us 
that, but we've got to let go of that old. And he said, I will set my dwelling in and among you. We know that he lives on us and my soul shall not despise or reject or separate itself from you. And I will walk in and with and among you and will be your God and you shall be my people. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you forth out of the land of Egypt. Of course, we know that represents sin, but God rep, you know, when, yeah. when we make a decision to leave that in the past, it says that you should no more be slaves. And I had broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect as free men. And then of course it does go on in verse 14, but if you'll not hearken to me and will not do all these commandments, and then it goes really bad very quickly. And so we see how the Lord, going back to, he doesn't place limits on us, but we have these boundaries within our life. And you know, from even our teaching on one of the key things of even raising, you know, children or whatever, is that you place boundaries in their life. Why? Because we grow, we have to have that. So the Lord is, is wonderful. And he's so gracious to say, do this. And then you have the blessing. Then you have all of this. And so God is so faithful. So I'm going to stop, let you go. (laughs) No, it's so good what you've been sharing. And we... I mean, if we will press in to our relationship with God, I mean, he'll, he'll, I mean, he draws us to him, Yes. but he doesn't, he doesn't just want it to be all him drawing us. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to press into him and he'll lean towards you with favor. Um, it's, it's, it's how much you desire God to be a part of your life. Yes. And, and to that degree, I mean, if you think you can do it all on your own and, you know, you, you, you can look at people who, they're Christians, they've given their life to Jesus and, you know, they declare that he's their Lord and their Savior. And I don't doubt that, but what is the fruit coming forth from their life? Mm-hmm. I believe that a person that really your heart has been captivated by God that there should be like amazing fruit coming out of your life. Yes. People should be able to look at you as an example in pretty much in every area of your life. They right, should be right. able, you should be able to lead. And <clears throat> I think in in ministry sometimes and those of you who are who are in ministry or desiring to get into ministry and and you know especially if you're maybe you're like a, a pastor or a, a teacher um, and you're, you're in, in these areas where you have like continual influence over um, many of the same people. Your great desire <clears throat> is not to just be in ministry and just staying busy yourself, but to see other people rising up and, and flowing together to accomplish the plan of God. Yes. If you don't see those things, you get very frustrated. You get worn out. And, and a desire, you know, again, talking about God giving us the desires of our heart isn't just to be used by God. You can't really be a leader, a true leader, and say, I'm content with just <clears throat> it always being all about me. Mm-hmm. You to be used by God have to be developing other people, right? Helping other people rise, helping other people to become what God has, has put in their heart. Um, and because you should be an example, people should be following you. 
you follow God because you're hungry, hungry after God. But God needs to, he needs people that he can use as examples here in this earth right. and that he can show forth his glory through. And, and sometimes people are, you have, you have some people who are just extraordinary examples mm-hmm. of God. Yes. How they've yielded to God because they got close to God. They pressed in to the presence of God, and then God began to use them in such a supernatural way. And so you have these like great generals in the body of Christ who you look at, men and women, who, who God has used in such extraordinary ways, and <clears throat> it does your heart so good to see examples like that. Right. But if you understand that God wants to use you, whoever you are, <clears throat> in a supernatural and in a very powerful way, but you have to submit yourself more to God. If you're not content right now with what you are seeing God do through you, submit yourself more to him. Hunger after him more. Luke 6, 21 says, Blessed are ye that hunger now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you that weep now, for you'll laugh. But the thing is, is that if you're going to hunger after God, that's, that's what causes you to be filled. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they'll be filled, it says in Matthew 5, 6. And so if you'll hunger more for God and you'll allow him to do a greater work inside of you, he'll begin to manifest himself in you and through you. Other people will see it and other people will say, that's how I desire to be, to be used by God also. And it's not all about just being used by God. But, but knowing God, coming to that place where you, where, you, where you just have such a wonderful relationship with him that, that just the relationship is what other people see. Right, right. A lot of people can see works. Mm-hmm. But if your relationship with God is so strong, that becomes impressive. Children <clears throat> should be able to see the love between um, their mom and dad. Right. They should be able to, to see. They should, it should be evident in the house. Daddy loves mommy. Mommy loves daddy. Because you, you hear it and you see it demonstrated. They act kind towards each other. They, they, they act loving towards each other. Their words are, are helping edify each other and build each mm-hmm. other up. Um, encourage each other and and that what that is what will help children have later a strong marriage right because they they learn from they that emulate that yes what's before them and so in areas <clears throat> that you grow in your relationship with God those that are under you can emulate that they'll right. see it not just the works that are done. Oh, this person's busy. They're running here. They're running there. They're, you know, they're always so busy doing things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, I've been told, you know, we're, we're very busy. I've been told that by relatives, been told that by, you know, people in the church. And, and yes, we do stay busy and everything uh, like other that. Other ministers that come other, in, yeah. Yeah. That's like, wow, you know, you, you're doing this, doing that, and everything like that. And it's true, but I don't want the busyness to be what we're known for. For. <laughs> right, right. You want to be, but, produ- the, but it's yeah, producing. It, yeah, it's producing. It's absolutely producing. 
But that can't be the thing. It has to, everything that you do for God has to come out of the relationship. Right. And you have to hunger after him. You have to desire to receive a touch of God that is going to transform you, that's going to transform your ministry, that actually is going to transform other people. And if you will just press in so much to God and you'll get his plan and you will begin to run with that, God will lift you. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, you, if you exalt him, he'll exalt you. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap from that. Jesus, um, he desired for us to have him flowing out of us, the, the presence of God flowing out of us. And in John chapter 7, in that last day of the feast, it said that Jesus stood up before the people and he cried out, if any man thirst, let him come after me. And drink, and he that believes on me, as the scripture says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. There needs to come refreshing out of your life. Yes. So people can see what God is doing, and he can begin to refresh you, and he can begin to refresh others through you. Yes. But it's gotta it's gotta come forth, it's gotta come forth from your life. Mm-hmm. And so as as a leader, I encourage you. Hunger more after God. Press more into, into his presence. And re- require, Lord, I have to have your touch in my life, even if others don't understand your hunger. Because there will be people who don't understand your hunger. They'll say, right. well, you, I, think, I think it's a little much what you do. Mm-hmm. I think it's, don't you, don't you think that's crazy? Well, you know, I just, I just love God, and I, I desire his presence. And I know that when I please God, and hopefully you know this also, that you experience his presence more. Right. You experience right. you experience his love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people who are not doing the things of God, they fear God. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a way like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, yeah, they, they run scared. But I don't, I don't fear God in that way. If, you know, if, if your ways please God... I want to tell you, everything's going to turn in the right direction for you. The word right. says, with a man that pleases God, he'll make even his enemies to be at peace with him. Right. So there can be people that are coming against you. Mm. But if your ways please God, if you'll draw close to God, I want to tell you, everything about your life will take a dramatic turn and it will be blessed. It will be increased. People will look and go like, whoa, how did that happen? Well, it's all out of relationship. It's actually not out of all the, the hard work. Mm-hmm. Not that ministry mm-hmm. isn't hard work. Right. I mean, I've, yeah. you know, I've worked in a lot of jobs, done a lot of things, but ministry, it takes the cake. It's like, <laughs> whoa, my gosh. Um, and, and I, I want to tell you that everything, though, has to come out of your relationship with God, not out of just trying to stay busy making things happen. And even those of you that might be listening that you're not, you're not in ministry, um, but you have things that God has put in your heart, mm-hmm. and delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Maybe it's in areas of business, mm-hmm. and you think, well, I don't have time to seek God. I've got, I've got this business to take care of. I don't have time to give to him. I want to tell you, you're making a massive, massive mistake mm-hmm. because God will work for you. Yes. He will cause things to happen that ordinarily would not happen. 
For other people, they could be working, 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 and God will lean towards you with favor. Mm-hmm. And you'll find things breaking for you, breaking in 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 your direction, in your yes, favor, that other yes. people are like, how did how did you get that? How did that happen for you? How how did you you know come across this information that that caused you to to go to the top? Where did you get this connection? Now, listen, I want to tell you, I was just pressing in the presence of God. And, you know, maybe right now it's times of prayer and fasting. You know, I, I was spending this time before God, and God spoke to me. And God told me to look over here. God told me to do this. He told me to stop wasting my time doing this thing here that everybody else was doing. God mm-hmm. said, that's a waste of time. It'll never get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, God will He'll give you shortcuts. Right. And he'll show you his ways. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Whereas the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and my thoughts above yours. And so you can have a wonderful plan. You can have maybe a wonderful business plan. But if it's not a God plan, I want to tell you, you're going to put an awful lot of effort and work into something that maybe the majority of it doesn't profit you anything. It'll just be what everybody else is doing. And in a few years, everybody else will say, well, that's not the model that really works effective. (laughs) And you'll say, yeah, amen, I tried that. And you know what? That happens a lot in ministry, too. That's true. You find a lot of people that that do something, and they'll follow after a fad. Mm -hmm. They'll follow after what, what seems to be... What seems to be popular now? There's mm-hmm. there's there are there are models that you can follow that are that are tried and true in some things, but when it comes down to following the leading of the Lord, and if God speaks something to you, you don't have to add anything to it, right? And you don't certainly don't take anything away from it. You just say, "This is what God said. This is what we're doing, right? Hundred percent. This is this is how the direction that we're going in." And, and God is going to, he's going to move and he's going to touch and he's going to give the increase. And, and I'm just going to press in to, to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to silence everything else. All the other voices that would try to come and would try to say, hey, you know, what about this? What about that? Because a lot of times people can get desperate for answers instead of being desperate for God. And you can just, you can spend all your time pouring over the internet trying to find out what you need. It's just like preachers searching for a sermon mm-hmm. for their Sunday. And why don't you just get in the presence of God and hear what God has to say? Right. Because you get caught in a mode, in a pattern of following after people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listening to what this person says, what this person's preaching, what this person is doing, thinking that, well, if I do that, I'll see great results also. No, no, actually, maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. And probably you won't. Mm-hmm. Where you're going to see the greatest amount of fruit is when you press into the presence of God and let him speak to you. Get in his presence, get in his word. And a combination of the word and the spirit is what you need. Mm-hmm. You've got to hear from God. And you've got a hunger after him. Jesus, he satisfies the hungry. Mm-hmm. He satisfies the hungry, not the snacker. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> not the snacker. Yes, right. I don't care Just how much Snickers people, says yeah. it's so satisfying. Oh, wow. Okay? <clears throat> a Snickers bar is a snack. It's not a meal. Okay? <laughs> and, and so people who aren't, aren't really hungry 
get mm-hmm. satisfied with spiritual snacks. Mm-hmm. And doesn't so take much, they can, yeah. yeah, it doesn't, it's just like, because they're filling themselves up with all the stuff from the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then they'll, they'll, they'll get, they'll get a little nugget from, from this person here or a little nugget that they find <laughs> online here and they go, oh, this is it. And, you know, they get all excited about that, but then they're looking for another snack a yeah, few days later. I was going to say, it doesn't take them very far. Yeah. But you find out that a person who really seeks after God, when God fills you up, God will give you something that you can run with for a year. Right. That's so true. And I want to tell you that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very popular thing right now uh, during this, this prayer and fasting time. And, um, and, and, and people, you know, hearing from God and everything like that. But uh, I'm going back, um, wow, maybe 30 years ago. And I remember um, a man, a friend that that came and ministered, and and actually um, their uh, base of ministry was was there in in Tulsa, where our church was, and and so we saw them very often. They were in and out of the church, and this man's mom actually was a member of the church and everything. Rick Renner, and I remember hearing him talk he goes at the beginning of the year he goes i just block out the entire month of january and i fast and pray and i seek the lord and during that month i receive so much that i run for the rest of the year with that revelation that i get (laughs) and everything comes out of that god Mm. gives me at the beginning of the year everything and I mean, if you listen to the man minister, I mean, wow. your mouth drops open wide. You're just like blown away. And so, if some of you don't aren't aware of his ministry, you haven't. I mean, he his, his church is over in Moscow, and but you can you can get his books, and they'll Moscow, Russia. Yeah, not Idaho. Not Idaho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <clears throat> or whatever place there is named after yeah. the Russian city. But yeah, over in over in Russia, and he went over there you know, many years ago, and people thought, you know, you're nuts for going Uh over there. Uh, What an incredible church they have over there, he and Denise. But incredible things come out of desperation. And if you will seek the Lord, and it's during these times I was saying in in, in these meetings that we've been having here at the church, um, you know, you, you need to seek the Lord. And if you will seek the Lord and you will hear from him, you'll, you'll, you'll get the direction you need. You'll get yes. the message that 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 you need to have. God will yes. God will give you your assignment. Yes. But if you just if you'd look to follow after somebody else's example, well, I'm going to build my church like this person, or I'm gonna I'm gonna try to minister like this person. And you know, it was funny when I was in Bible college many years ago, at least five years ago. Um, <laughs> I went to Rama, and uh, and Dr. Kenneth E. Hagen. He, he actually, I had the wonderful privilege of listening to him teach every single day. And, uh, that was, that was like golden. <clears throat> I didn't know what a treasure that was at the time, <clears throat> because a lot of times you can, you can take things for granted, even great generals of the faith, Very teaching true. you, ministering to you. And, uh, you just like, well, you know, I can hear him anytime. And, uh, but the divine impartations that I received mm. were absolutely phenomenal. Just sitting under that ministry for those years and um being able to to listen and to, to glean from that but but we have to we have to be able to take those things that i lost my train of thought there 
for a second, but we have to we have to take those things that 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 we're receiving and and hungering after and saying, God, if you will just speak to me, this is this is what I need. I need this from you, and 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 listening how to be how to be led by the Lord, hearing and, and hungering after the the things of God, and 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 allowing Him to lead you out from that place of desperation and from that place of hunger. And, uh, and then finding, you know, as you, you press into it, I, I used to watch him as he would pray and, 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 and minister and everything. He would kneel down to pray. And one of the famous sayings, he said, pray till you hit a gusher. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so yeah. I learned, I learned, you know, back in my, back in my twenties, you know, Hey, you, you need to press in when you pray. Yes. Don't just have these flippant times of prayer, right. but, but press in. And, and, and right. pray until you know I've heard from God. I've yes. got what I came for. God is speaking to me. He is, I'm getting downloads from heaven. When I teach, as I've, after many years, I always pray as I start a class, Lord, I, I thank you for divine impartations, for Holy Ghost downloads. And, and you know, you, you have to develop a spiritual appetite, so true. Okay, it has to be cultivated in you. It doesn't just come naturally. You don't just become a Christian and all of a sudden you are ravenously hungry for God. Actually, it doesn't happen that way. You have to develop it. And uh, you, you, you'll, you'll know that, that people who have a larger body size, okay, and they keep expanding, they have developed that appetite, okay? All right? And and so they, they will out eat and out hunger other people. And they're just like, I got to have another meal. I got to have another, I'll just take the whole KFC bucket. And, um, and where another person is content with the two piece meal. And this person says, just give me the bucket, pass the bucket here. Um, you in that same way, you've got to be desperate and hungry for God and for the touch of God. And not, you know, not, not just hungry because you have a need right now, but Lord, I want to constantly hunger after you. In fact, I want to be I want to be more aware of my need for him than my need for anything else. Right. Because everything that I need actually is fulfilled in him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, well, no, you're not gonna get this thing or that thing. No, no. Everything, everything I need, I'm gonna find in him. Yes. We've got it all. I think you were starting to say that um, in Bible school, you saw that um, different ones would try to like mimic brother. Oh, they Hagen. were mimicking. Yes, yes, that's it. it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You uh-huh. brought me back in. I was like, uh-huh. I don't know where I was going and everything <laughs> like that because we can't follow after an example of a person, right? And but we need to follow after the Holy Ghost and everything yes. like that. Yeah, when I was in Bible college, I did see there were so many people that would they they would try to emulate Kenneth Hagen walking around. Uh-huh. You know, he always had his hands clasped together and twiddling his thumbs, kind of like yes. as he talked and walked slowly across and go from side to side, and and he would just talk calmly. You could have a book of Kenneth Hagin's. I did this. I would follow his teaching with the book wow. that was already published. Mm-hmm. I would take it to class, and he wouldn't be looking at the book. But the books were written straight from what came out of him, mm-hmm. and it just flowed out of him. And you mm-hmm. could follow him pretty much word for word in his book wow. with what he was teaching. Wow! And and he didn't. I mean, it, 
It just, it was just a flow. And so other people thought, yeah, Yeah. it was just him. Other people thought, well, if I do this. And Mm -hmm. now he did say when he came out with a, when the, with the, I remember the Raymond study Bible and everything like that, he goes, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to preach, just preach my messages. Mm -hmm. And so, which is a great thing. And Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, he's done the same thing with his Bible. Awesome tool. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Rodney, for, for doing that and making that, making that available because that is such a huge tool. But... But that can't be all that you have. Right. Because then you're just trying to emulate a man. And you're thinking that if I speak the same words that this person says, and I twiddle my thumbs, or I walk the right way, or I use this particular accent, yes. um, that yeah, I'm going to see the exact same things. Or if I, if I use these jokes, or I say it this way. No, 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 no. You've got, it's got to come out of your relationship, out of your desperation, out of your hunger for God. Yes. Everything will come out of you. That's where you'll see your desires met. Right. Otherwise, it's just like linking on to somebody else's desire. Right. You know, hey, wow, I, I love your, I love to see your marriage, how your marriage, Pastor Todd, Pastor Katie, your marriage is so good. Can I just kind of come live with you guys? And because I, I just like, I feel good being around you. And, uh, and, and my, my, my wife and I would like to move in with you so we could have a marriage like you. Well, that's not, not going to work that way. Why? Because you're a freak. Anyway, but the thing is, is that you've got to develop your own relationship. And you've got to develop your own marriage, your own covenant, your own walk with God. Right. So stop trying to mimic somebody else. Stop trying to, to join yourself with somebody else so that you can be like them and think that you'll get the same kind of results mm. as they do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that way. Right. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart, not the desire of somebody else's heart. Mm-hmm. God doesn't give you the desire of Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's heart. He gives you the desire of your heart. Right. He didn't give you the desire of Dr. Kenneth Hagin's heart. He gives you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give you the desires of Amy Simple McPherson. Not that you could be present with her anymore, unless you're into grave sucking and things like that and stuff. But anyway, but it's not that. It's, it's hunger after the things of God. Right. Don't desire to be like another minister. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ of this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.